describes how this pita, meaning this jivatma, through performance of his karma, actions, rituals, as well as entertaining variety of desires or variety of sankalpas in his mind, how he creates seven kinds of food. Vrihyadikam, like rice, barley, wheat, etc. Darshapurnamasu, the kind of ahutis that are given to the devatas. Kshiram, that's the milk for the, for the animals and the children. Manaha, vak, pranascheti, the mind, the speech and the prana, they are the food for the individual. So all this creation consisting of these different kinds of food is created by jiva, by performance, by his desires. So as we were discussing in the morning, how just one cup of tea, you know, that I want, requires the whole creation. Any one thing requires everything, in fact. That's the reason why to know any one thing you have to know everything. Otherwise, no one thing can be known in its, I mean, properly. That's what the scientists very beautifully discovered. So say, the system must include the whole universe. They thought that the system is the observed particle of whatever it is and the means of observation. But they realized that any given thing is influence of everything else. So to study any one thing, you have to study everything. That's the reason why to know the self, you have to know everything. Or to know anything, you have to know everything else, because everything is interconnected, everything is connected or related to everything else. And that is how, by entertaining these desires, performing variety of actions as a result of desires, and entertaining variety of sankalpas in the mind, how an individual winds up creating the whole universe in order that his desire can be fulfilled. <coughs> and so, this seven kinds of food, meaning that this dual creation is, is this whole world is created by this jiva. <coughs> now, earlier it was said, Ishwara, the Lord has created the world. Now it seems to say, this jiva has created the world. You see? So now, on the page 87, there is a question uh, <coughs> with reference to this. Nanu, ukta saptannanam Jagat antafpaditvena Ishwara nirmitatvat Jeeva nirmitatva abhidhanam ayuktam Just now you told us that the whole universe is created by the Lord through His Maya and now you are telling us that the universe consisting of the sevenfold food is created by Jiva, but the so-called food meaning all the food that is eaten by the people all the food at the individual, the speech, the, the prana and the mind, or the f- milk which is the food for animals and the children, or food for the devatas, all of this falls only within the universe. It's not that this is something different. So when the universe is created, all of this also is created by the Lord. Therefore, saptanam jagat antafpatitvena, since the sevenfold food that is just described, is already included within Jagat or within the universe. Ishwara Nirmitatva and then if you say that Ishwara has created the whole universe, obviously he has created all these seven things also. So since the seven kinds of food are already included in the universe, therefore when Ishwara is credited to have created the universe, well all of these is Ishwara Sushti, creation of the Lord, Jiva Nirmitatva, Abhidhanam Ayuktam and to say that 
this is created by jiva the individual that abhidhanam abhidhanam means this naming or branding this as creation of the jiva or identifying this as jiva srishti ayuktam it doesn't seem to be right because in what manner when you say akashad vayuh vayuh agnihi agnihi apha adhyas prasivi up to earth prasivyam oshadaya from the earth the oshadis the plants vegetables oshadibhya annam from vegetables and plants the food annat purusha from the food this body so you said that all this is created by the lord so food is already included within the creation of lord and now you are telling us that the food is created by jiva and therefore this statement of yours doesn't seem to be right it is ashankya now the teacher here proceeds to make that subtle difference between the ishvara srishti and jiva srishti so he says tat swarupasya ishvara nimitatve api bhogyatva aakarasya jiva nirmitatvat ma evam iti he says what you say is right that food as such meaning the rice barley and whatever else as such is created by lord swarupasya swarupasya as wheat as rice as barley as body as speech as mind or as as they are definitely they are created by the lord tat swarupasya ishvara nirmitatve bhi even though actually the form as they are are created by the lord bhogyatva aakarasya jiva nirmitatva but to look upon what is created by ishvara as bhogya vishaya so wheat is created all right rice is created all right but to look upon rice as food you know now that is my creation so you lord has created this universe but how do i look upon the universe i look upon the objects of the universe as objects of enjoyment or objects of pleasure and therefore to look upon a given thing that's called bhogyatvam there is a vishaya and there is a bhogyatvam an object is there and that i look upon that object as an object of enjoyment and therefore i look upon the object as a source of enjoyment and to look upon that object is my creation object is created all right is a part of ishvara srishti or creation of the lord but upon that i superimpose what we call bhogyatvam meaning i look upon that object as an object of enjoyment an object as a source of pleasure and pain and that is my creation that's called bhogyatva aakara and the bhogyatva the form of bhogyatva bhogyatva means the uh, the state of being enjoyed bhogyatva that i impart upon the object that as a, i impart upon it as a so i mean the as a means of enjoyment i look upon object as a source of enjoyment that bhogyatvam is something that i have superimposed upon the object so there is a swarupa and there is a bhogyatva a swarupa well a particular object is made up of five elements okay but then when i look upon that object as source of happiness or unhappiness so that particular drashti or the way i look upon the object is something that is created by me <coughs> so bhogyatva aakarasya jeevanirmitatvat that bhogyatva part of it 
is created by jiva therefore mayavam therefore don't say that this sevenfold food is not created by jiva it is created by jiva <coughs> says the 17th verse ishena yadyapyetane nirmitane swarupatah तथापि ज्ञान कर्मभ्याम जीवो कार्षितदन्नताम ईशेन यद्यपि एतानि स्वरूपतः निर्मितानि ईश्वर हैज स्वरूपतः एज एन ऑब्जेक्ट द ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ क्रिएशन इज नो डाउट बाय द लॉर्ड तथाप इवन देन ज्ञान कर्मभ्याम ऑन अकाउंट ऑफ ज्ञान एंड कर्म मेडिटेशन एंड रिचुअल जीव है तद अन्यताम आकाशीत इट इज जीव है हुएटेड अन्यता मीनिंग व्हीट इज देयर एज क्रिएशन ऑफ द लॉर्ड बट लुक अपॉन व्हीट एज फूड सो लुक अपॉन व्हीट एज फूड दैट फूडनेस दैट आई इम्पार्ट अपॉन द व्हीट इज समथिंग दैट इज क्रिएटेड बाय जीव that i do by my gnana and karma gnana is what meditation karma is action or ritual says gnana karma bhyam gnanam vihitam pratishiddham cha two kinds of meditations we have what is it pratishiddham and vihitam devata vishaya dhyanam if i meditate upon devata for example then that is vihitam something that is enjoying so two kinds of meditations are there one is meditation that in keeping with what the scriptures enjoy other is what parayoshidadi vishaya dhyanam yositin subhuman and the fellow sitting there meditates upon a woman etc so that is pratishiddham by that culture okay <laughs> you know so something this is cultural problem but a person sitting and meditating of parayoshita to meditate or think of his own wife is okay but think of some other woman you know that is called pratishiddham that is also that is also called meditation of a kind so vihita dhyanam or vihita gnanam and pratishiddha gnanam the two kinds of two kinds of uh, meditations or two kinds of thought patterns we have similarly in karma in the rituals also there is vihita and pratishiddha vihitam yagna rupam when i perform rituals yagna etc and so worship accepts our worship all of that is vihitam in keeping with what is proper or becoming pratishiddham himsadirupam when i kill something i hurt something then that is something that is pratishiddham is something that is prohibited or not becoming so there are actions that are becoming of me and not becoming of me as well as my thoughts sankalpas or desires that are also becoming of me and not becoming of me so these two kinds of gnana and karma meditations and rituals a person performs <coughs> and accordingly he creates srushti so interesting thing is that even though ishwara the lord is the one who creates the srushti no doubt but the particular akara the configuration that the srushti has the particular configuration that the world has or universe has that comes from whom that comes from the desires of the jiva and therefore 
the desire entertained by the jivas, that becomes a nimittam. That becomes the instrument in giving a particular form to the creation. So Lord is the creator, no doubt. He is also what we call the upadhanakaram material cause. But what will he create? When he wants to create this universe at the beginning of creation, how will he create? What will be the criterion which he will use in creation? The criterion is the combined desires of all the jivas. So Kamayata, at the beginning of the creation, he desired. What is that desire? Desire is the sum total of all the desires entertained by all the jivas existing. All of them desire something and that gives rise to what we call a resultant desire which becomes the desire of Ishwara, and that sets a pattern of creation. And therefore, the actual form that the creation takes is determined by the jivas. The creator is Ishwara, no doubt. He is like an architect. But what will the architect design? What will he build? He will design and build something in accordance with my requirement. So I express my desire that I want a house with X number of bedrooms, with these facilities and whatever. And then architect will design and perhaps build also. Even though Swarupadha, the house has been built by the architect, but the particular form that the house has is determined by my desire. So that is called Nimitta Karanam. That which becomes Nimitta or instrumental in giving the actual shape or akara to a given thing is my desire. Desires expressed in the form of my physical actions as well as my mental actions or my sankalpas. And therefore, Jiva also is a partner in this creation. There is a partnership between Jiva and Ishwara. Ishwara does create in accordance with the karma or the desires of Jiva. And that way, Jiva Srishti also is involved. Sittadannatam tesham vrihyadi pranantanam svabhoga upakarnatvam ityartaha Beginning from Vrihi, right up to Prana, you know that seven kinds of food that we discussed? As it said in verse 16, Vrihi, Darsha Purna, Kshiram, Manaha, Vak, Prana, all these things. So, Annatam meaning Svabhoga Upakaranatvam, that these seven kinds of objects are the objects of my enjoyment, that enjoyment, that is how I look upon the object. So, it is my desire which makes those objects enjoyable. So Lord creates what we call padarth objects. It is this jiva, the individual, who looks upon them as vishaya, as objects of enjoyment. That's how vishaya binds me. Vishayanoti badhnati iti vishaya hai. An object is called vishaya because it binds. How can an object bind? An object can bind me only when I have some likes or dislikes for that object. Otherwise object cannot bind me. But the likes and dislikes that I have with, about the objects, with reference to the objects, is something that is created by me. And therefore, it is on account of my karma or my sankalpas, my desires, that the creation has a particular configuration. Well, I have a particular body. It has a particular form, particular characteristics. Why is it so? No doubt the body as such is created by the Lord, molded by Him. But the particular characteristics that the body has, all of that has been in accordance with the desires that I entertain. 
and so I look upon this body as my body. Now that's my creation. The body is there, that is Ishwara's creation, Lord's creation. But that this is my body, beautiful body, this, whatever I consider to be, all of that is my particular creation. So this is essentially the Pratibhasika Satta, or the values that we impart upon the objects is the Jiva Srishti. Also occasionally called Shobhanadhyasaha. So Ramaniyattu Buddhi, looking upon object as Ramaniya, something that is beautiful, charming, but that is something that I superimpose upon it. By the same token, looking upon some other object as opposite, as having some aversion towards it, also is something that I have created. Now, if you understand this, then we'll be able to see that yes, the objects are created, objective creation is by the Lord. Upon that, the drashti, the, the drashti means the way I look upon the object is something that is my creation. <coughs> okay, kimuktam bhavati. When you are making, what, what is the point that you are making? Kimuktam bhavati. If you say that, the annatam meaning looking upon something as food is my creation, jiva creation, and the food as such meaning that object is created by the Lord, what exactly is what does it amount to? What exactly said there? And in the 18th verse, this is answered. Ishakaryam jiva bhogyam Jagadvabhyam samanvitam Pitrujanya bhartru bhogya Yathayo shitta theshyatam Ishikaryam jivabhogyam This creation has two aspects. Jagat dvabhyam samanvitam Jagat means the universe. Dvabhyam samanvitam is associated or endowed with these two aspects. What is the aspect? One is karyam, ishikaryam that it is creation of the Lord. It is creation of the Lord, that's one aspect. Jiva Bhogyam, that it is a field of experience or objects of enjoyment for the Jiva. So a thing has, everything in the creation has two aspects, that it is Karyam as well as Bhogyam. <coughs> Says the Tikagara, Jagat Saptanatvenoktam Vrihyadirupam Ishikaryatvena Jiva Bhogyatvena cha Dvabhyam Sambaddham Samanvitam means Sambaddham <coughs> This Jagat, this creation Saptanatvena Uktam which was said to be consisting of the seven kinds of food Vrihyadirupam of the nature of Vrihi, barley etc. Ishikaryatvena Jiva Bhogyatvena cha Dvabhyam Sambandhitam that it is associated or related in two ways associated with two aspects Ishikaryatvena Jeevabhogyatvena it is created by Ishvara and enjoyed by Jeeva Ekasya Uvay Sambandhe Drashtantamaha how can it be that one thing has these two aspects how can it be that it is Karyam as well as Bhogyam how can it be he gives Drashtanta Pitrujanya Bhartru Bhogya Yatha Yoshit Taseshadam. Yoshit also means woman again. So Pitrujanya, one woman is Pitrujanya is created by father. 
and therefore pitrukaryam it is the it is something that is created by father bhartrubhogya however the same person is what bhartrubhogya for, for the husband it is bhogya vishaya so how one yatha yoshit tatha ishyatam how one person alone can be both created by the father and an object of enjoyment by the husband <coughs> swarupa akar nirma who is pita so pita is swarupa akar nirmata pita father is the one who creates swarupa and then what bhogyatva akar nirmata he is called bharta bharta means the husband is bhogyatva akar nirmata he looks upon the very same object as bhogyam as an object of enjoyment <coughs> and thus one thing can be is associated with two aspects it is karyam as well as bhogyam he says ish jeevayoho jagat sarjane kim sadhanam what is the sadhana or means for creation of this universe on the part of ishvara and jeeva meaning what is it with which ishvara creates his creation and jiva creates his creation with what sadhanam with what means that answer is given in the verse 19 maya vrityatmako hi sha sankalpa sadhanam janao मनोवृत्त्यात्मको जीव संकल्पो भोग साधनम माया वृत्त्यात्मको ही ईश संकल्प है साधनम जनौ जनी जनी मीन्स क्रिएशन जनौ इज सेवेंथ केस ऑफ जनी सो जनौ विथ रेफरेंस टू क्रिएशन again it is vishaya saptami with reference to creation sadhanam the means is ish sankalpa hai the sankalpa of the lord maya vrutyatmaka hai the sankalpa of the lord is the modification of maya the first thought that arises in the lord is the modification of maya because nothing is created yet at the beginning of creation all we have is ishvara with his creative power called maya and therefore that sankalpa that arises so kamayata bahusyam prajayaya that may i become many so may i create when that thought arises that thought arises without any antakaranam at that time no mind is created no body is created and still that thought is what is the nature of that thought that thought is nothing but the modification of maya it is maya which assumes that modification and becomes sankalpa of the lord and then results into the creation subsequent creation so sadhanam the means by which the lord creates this universe is merely sankalpa which is a modification of maya not that he requires any other thing he doesn't require any tools he does not require any machinery or any equipment just that sankalpa is what results into the creation of the lord well jiva also doesn't require any machinery to create his creation manovrutyatmako jiva संकल्पो भोग साधनम एंड जीव संकल्प संकल्प ऑफ द जीव इज मनोवृत्त्यात्मक इज मॉडिफिकेशन ऑफ इज ओन माइंड भोग साधनम दैट इज वॉट मेक्स दी गिवन थिंग 
an object of bhoga, object of enjoyment. So this body can be an object of enjoyment for me. The body is created by Ishwara and that becomes an object of enjoyment because of my own thoughts. <coughs> Thus it is my sankalpa. So understand that for creation nothing else is called for. All that material that is required for creation is what? Sankalpa. Ishwara also created the whole universe out of Sankalpa and Jiva creates his own particular universe or his Srishti also by Sankalpa. <coughs> in one case it is modification of Maya, in case of Jiva it is modification of the mind. <coughs> this all sounds foreign to him, he says, Nanu, Isha Srishti Vastu Surupa Atirikto Bhogyatva Akara Evanasti Ko jivena srujyate. So what is bhagyatva akara? Nano question. Isha srishta vastu swarupa atirikta hai. All we find in the universe is, all we find in the world is, the different objects created by the Lord. We don't find a specific what we call bhagyatva akara. What I find is a, a glass here or a cup. I don't find anything over and above cup that I will call it bhogyatvam. So bhogyatvam means the state of being enjoyed. So that I look upon, I don't find any specific akara as such, but that is bhogyatvam or the state of being enjoyed as associated with this cup. All I perceive is a cup. I do not perceive bhogyatvam in that. I perceive a microphone. I don't perceive bhogyatvam there. So he says, we do not find anything called bhogyatvam, anything that is, that makes it an object, I mean that bhogyatvam meaning that it is looked upon as an object of enjoyment, we don't find bhogyatva as anything specific, all we find in the world is, is just the objects created by the Lord. And so where did you get this bhogyatva aspects? We don't find it. Ko jivena surjate. When it is, Bhagyatum itself is not there, what is it that Jiva has created? We don't find anything is created by Jiva. We find that everything is created by Ishwara alone. There is a book. There is a book. What is, where is, what, all I find is a book. Nothing over and above the book. So this is purely Ishwara Srishti. Where is Jiva Srishti here? Microphone, also Ishwara Srishti. Where is Jiva Srishti? A house is Ishwara Srishti. We call it Ishwara Srishti because even though I may be involved in it, but still I, this body itself is Ishvara Srishti and all the materials and everything is Ishvara Srishti and therefore what we have come across is all Ishvara Srishti, creation of the Lord. Where is the creation of Jiva? We don't find anything special. There's no special, you know, uh, branding there, nothing specially written that, that this is created by Jiva and this is created by Ishvara. We find only the creation of Ishvara. So what is it that is created by Jiva? Please tell us. <coughs> Then says verse twentieth Manyado Vastunye Kavidhastite Hokrudhi Vratinanatva Tadbhogo Bahudheshyade. Tadbhogo Bahudheshyade. Says, Ishanirmita Manyadav. Mani. Mani means a jewel. So, 
So here is a jewel or a precious stone, which is Isha Nirmita, something that is created by Ishvara. Alright? Here is a precious stone or a jewel created by Ishvara. So Maniyada, Mani, etc. In such things as, as precious stone, etc. Vastuni Ekavidesthite. Alright? That stone is one alone, that jewel is one alone. But then, Bhoktrudhi Vritti Nanatvat Tad Bhogaha Bahuda Ishade. However, that very same object is looked upon by different people in different ways. So, Bhoktrudhi, Bhokta means enjoyer, all the different people have different, uh, they look upon that same object in different ways. And therefore, Tad Bhogaha Bahuda Ishade. We say that associated with the money or a precious stone also, there is some bhogyatvam, although it may not be perceivable by eyes, but a bhogyatvam is involved because the same jewel creates different responses from different people. And therefore, since the responses are different, there must be something associated with that particular object. And therefore, we say that bhogyatvam also is there. Not only an object is there, but bhogyatvam it's being enjoyed, it's available for enjoyment, so being enjoyed, that aspect also is there in an object. Says <coughs> the Tikagar Ekasmin Vishay, Bahuvida Upabhogaha Upalabhimanaha Tat Prayajakam Bhogyakara Bhedam Gamayati Ityasaha. It is not that Bhogyatvam is something that you perceive, but Bhogyatvam is something that you infer. Object is something that you perceive. However, in view of the fact that a given object creates different responses from different people, therefore we say that there must be something associated with that object which creates these responses. And therefore, this is called phalabala kalpyam. Something that you have to accept or something that you have to infer on the strength of phalam. Phalam means the result. In this case, the different responses. One stone is lying there and it creates different kinds of responses from different people. Therefore, we say that over and above the stone, there must be something there which is responsible for creating these different responses in people. Ekasmin eva vishaye, in one object alone, bahovida upabhogaha, upalabhimanaha, we find that different people relate to that object or respond to that object differently. Tat prayojakam bhogyakarabhedam gamayati. So, what is a prayojakam? What is that causes a different kind of a response? That one person loves it, other person hates it, other person doesn't care for it. One fellow says, I love banana, you know, this fellow, I hate banana, some fellows right there on one table itself. Some third fellow says, I don't care for it. So, I love George Bush. Little one says. That's why I hate him, you know. Why? They have, none of them have seen George Bush except on television or whatever it is. And just too small even to pronounce that name as yet. And he says, I hate him, you know. Why? Because he comes from Massachusetts, this chap. And therefore, he likes that Dukai, whatever the other fellow is, you know. And so he likes him because he is uh, from Massachusetts. And this fellow beat him, you know, defeated him in the election or whatever. I hate him. That's all. So one George Bush creates how many responses from how many people? So George Bush, when you take a picture, is one alone. That's called Ishwara Srishti. But we find so many different responses 
created by one object in so many people. That shows that there must be something in that object. Whether you see it or not, we have to accept the presence of something in that object which is responsible for creating different responses in different people. So from the responses we judge whether something is there or not. From the responses we have to infer the existence of something which is what we call bhogyatvam associated with an object. So as we said, this is called phalabala kalpyam. Phalam, the result is different. So this bhogyatva sarjanam, that is what we call creation of bhogyatvam also. That object also is there, swarupataha, and bhogyatvam also is there, and that we have to accept. How? So he explains to himself. Nanu sati bhogavede bhogyabheda kalbheda. He says, where do you find different responses? We don't find. We find that one object invokes only one kind of response from everyone. There are different responses. And therefore, if we do find different responses from the people, then we may have to accept that an object has some different aspects associated with it. But the Purupakshi says, we don't find different responses. Sati bhogabheda bhogyabheda kalbheda. If bhogabheda is a meaning, if different people enjoy or experience an object differently, then we would accept that the object is of different kind. Sayevanasti, but we don't find that different people enjoy or relate to an object differently. This he says, Drishyamanatvatmayevam, he says, no, no, we do find different responses from different people and therefore don't say that you don't find it. Yes, Hogabheda is there, meaning one object is enjoyed or, or experienced differently by different people and therefore object also is different. Even object is not one. Object itself is different because the same object is enjoyed differently by different people. And therefore, he will all explain it. How when the bhoga bheda is there, bhogya bheda also is there. Bhoga means experience, bhogya means that which is experienced. So when there are differences in the way an object is experienced, then there must be that object also must have those differences. Otherwise, why should different people see it differently? We find different people seeing the same object differently and therefore there must be differences in that object. He gives that illustration in the verse 21. <coughs> Srushyatye kaumanim labdha Krudhyatyanyokhyalabhataha Pashyatye vaviraktotra Nakhrushyatye nakupyade Hrushyati ekaha manim labdhva, krudhyati anyaha hi alavataha, pashyati eva viraktaha atra, na hrushyati na kupyati. Ekaha, one person, manyarthi, one fellow is desirous of money, desirous of the jewel, tam labdhva hrushyati, the person very badly wanted this jewel, he gets it and he is happy, harshati. So, Hrushyati, Labdva Hrushyati, the fellow is extremely happy. He was looking for something and he finds it right in that particular shop. Exactly what I was looking for. He is happy. Anyaha tatha vidaha tat alabhat krudhyati. The other fellow also wanted the same money 
same jewel equally badly, except that he could not get it because his fellow got it. So when you're talking of a boxing championship or whatever, it is world heavyweight title, you know, what is it, Mike Tyson and some other fellow, whatever his name is. So this fellow had a bout in, in Tokyo and this chap was beaten. Uh, so world heavyweight title, one thing. But the person who won, Hrushyate, he is extremely happy. This fellow lost, Krupyat Krudhyate, he is extremely angry, he doesn't accept it still that he has been defeated, you know. So they say, no, no, if this fellow was in the eighth round or somewhere, he was knocked out, but the referee did not, he counted too slowly. And therefore, this fellow got an opportunity to rise. If he had counted as, as it is normally done, then that fellow when declared knocked out. But he was not because this fellow counted too slowly. That fellow rose up in the tenth round, knocked out this other chap, you know. And that's how this Mike Tyson, he lost this championship. Anyway, that championship, whatever comes, you know, as a result of championship, that is one alone. It may be gold medal, it may be some kind of a trophy, whatever. The trophy is one alone. Both of them decided it very badly. One person who very badly wanted it got it, extremely happy. Other person equally badly wanted it, did not get it, he is extremely angry. How one trophy alone invokes altogether opposite responses from two different people. Here is third person watching TV, you know, this watching this bout. Atra manau vishaye viraktastu, that is viraktaha. Virakta means a dispassionate man. For whom, what is it, uh, samalostashmakanchana, as Bhagavad Gita says. So this wise man who is samalostashmakanchana, one looks upon losta, ashman and kanchana. A clod of earth, a stone and gold, all of them are the same for this man. He looks at this money, he looks at the jewel, na khrushyadi, na kupyadi. Atra manavishaye, with reference to the same precious stone or jewel, viraktastu, one is a direct or a dispassionate person. Tammanim Pashyatiyava, he also sees the same money. Lab alabanimittav, harsha krodav, na prapnodi. There is no harsha on account of lava, no krodha on account of alava. That money does not invoke any kind of a response at all from what we call his rakta. And so somebody like me, for example, is unconcerned totally who won and who lost, all of us first, you know. So, uh, somebody may be happy also, good, this fellow was bragging too much and therefore he lost it. Then of course, person may be happy. Or somebody who must have bet, maybe a thousand dollars or whatever it is, he may be very unhappy also. But somebody like us, who has nothing to lose and nothing to gain, so there is no harsha, no shoka at all. And the same thing, responses, how many different kinds of responses invoke different kinds of responses. Therefore we have to say that not only there is a trophy, which trophy is Ishwara Sufti created by Lord, it's objective creation, but over and above that it has something else which invokes different responses from different people. And so Bhuktra Buddhi Nanatva, since we find the Nanatvam, the variety of Bhuktra Buddhi, variety of responses from the different people, Bhogya sarjan nanatvam, the bhogya, the object, which is bhogyam, that also as is different because the responses are different. 
केते भोग भेदोपरक्ता जरुत्ता जीव सृष्टा आकार भेदा वट आर दोज थिंग दट यू आर टॉकिंग अबाउट यू से दैट रिस्पॉन्सिज आर ऑफ डिफरेंट काइंड भोग भेद उपरक्ता उपरक्ता मीन संबद्धा भोग भेद संबद्धा जीव सृष्टा आकार भेदा वट आर दोज आकार भेदा वट आर दोज डिफरेंट फॉर्म्स विच यू से आर क्रिएटेड बाय जीव ऑफ इंडिविजुअल associated with different same object associated with different kinds of enjoyments so what are those different kinds of responses <coughs> and verse 22 says that priyo priyo upekshaschete akara manigastraha सृष्टा जीवैरीश सृष्टम साधारण त्रिषु प्रिय अप्रिय इति आकारा मणिगा त्रय मणिगा मीन्स मणिनिष्ठा अबाइडिंग इन द मणि अबाइडिंग इन द ज्वेल प्रियत्व अप्रियत्व उपेक्षत्व लक्षणा आकार भेदा जीव ही सृष्टा सो मणि इज वन ज्वेल इज वन विच इज वॉट बी कॉल ईश्वर सृष्टि क्रिएशन ऑफ द लॉर्ड बट प्रियत्व समुक्स अपॉनेट एज एन ऑब्जेक्ट दैट इज आई मीन समथिंग दैट ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ लव अदवन अप्रियत्व लुक्स अपॉनेट एज ऑब्जेक्ट ऑफ डिसलाइक एंड उपेक्षत्व Somebody looks upon it with indifference. So, looking upon it as an object of like, looking upon it as an object of dislike, and looking upon it as none, neither of them, in, with indifference. These are akara bhedaha, jivahi srishtaha. This particular akara, the, by akara of form, we do not mean a tangible form there. The tangible form is creation of the Lord. An intangible form is there also. Which is created by Jiva, by the individual. Trishuopi sadharanam. So Jiva he is a system, rupam sadharanam Trishu. What is it that is created by Ishvara? So Trishuopi sadharanam anusyutam yan mani rupam tad Ishvara nirmitam. And so in all these three, someone likes it, someone dislikes it, and someone is indifferent to it. In that like, dislike, and indifference, that is sadharanam rupam anusyutam, that which is associated with each one of them, namely that money or that jewel. So jewel is common to all of this. These three persons look upon, or even one person also can look upon the same thing at different times in different ways. For the three persons can look upon a given object at the same time in different ways, or one person also can have different responses to the same object at different times. And that, what is it that invokes that different response? That shows that associated with that object, there is something else, and that is called bhogyatvam. And therefore, that sadharanam, that which is common, that money is is Ishvara Sushti, and that which is uncommon, that is something that is created by jiva. Ultimately, meaning that the ragadvesha is something that is created by jiva. Ragadvesha and upeksha, likes, dislikes, and indifference.
Prasada means that grace of the Lord. So this object that comes to me is grace of the Lord. It's Prasada. Now, then I do not look upon it as Bhogya Vishaya. It is the same, same laddu. The same sweet ball is there, alright, which when it comes from a sweet meat shop, and then I enjoy, I, I eat it, I enjoy it alright, but then my attitude is something different. I look upon that, that laddu as what? As an object of enjoyment. However, when the same laddu comes to me from temple, then also I, I get the same taste and perhaps the same joy also, but then I look upon it altogether as a different thing. I look upon it as prasada, something that is a blessing of the Lord. So prasada buddhi enables me to overcome that bhogyatvam, that I look upon an object as bhogya vishaya, as an object of enjoyment. I turn it into a prasada, as something that is a grace of Lord, or something that is a blessing of the Lord. No more an object of enjoyment. So that bhogyatva, which are superimposed upon the different objects, that gets eliminated every time I am able to look upon an object as prasada. So how prasada buddhi enables us to slowly and slowly become free from the jiva srishti, which is the cause of bondage. It said earlier in the very first verse itself, that each of the srishti, or that which is created by the Lord, is not cause of bondage. It is jiva srishti, an idea that I superimpose upon the Lord's creation is what binds me. So look upon an, looking upon an object as bhogya, as an object of enjoyment, is what binds me. And thus, karma yoga completely turns it around. This world is not a place for enjoyment. I do not look upon the world as, or the objects of the world as objects of enjoyment. Then what do I look upon? I look upon them as objects of worship. And so world is the expression of the Lord and thus it, it becomes my field of aradhana or field of worship. Not something that I exploit and enjoy for my sake, it's something that I revere and I, I worship. So that bhogyatva buddhi, looking upon the world as something to be enjoyed, something to be acquired, is no more there. It is something to be revered, something to be respected, or something to be worshipped. Karma Yoga enables us to completely turn around this bhogyatva buddhi. <coughs> then we will be able to contact the world as created by Lord. Right now we don't. We at the moment contact the world as created by us by jiva. That is why the world invokes different responses into me, namely likes, dislikes, etc. There is hatred, there is longing, there is indifference also. I am indifferent, there is a hatred involved there or a disgust involved there. All of this is nothing but my own creation. That's what first of all Bhagavad Gita says, that learn to relate with the things properly. Before I know Ishwara, before I come to know God as He is, let me first understand his creation as it is. And so, this knowledge also proceeds in all these different degrees. First is to know the Ishwara Srishti as it is, as, as created by Ishwara. And first, therefore, I learn to eliminate or grow out of my individual projections or superimposition. So when I perform an action, also I perform an action as an act of worship, not as an act of something, I mean act of acquiring something for my personal benefit. And therefore, 
that act which was so far meant and that is why the sankalpa by my sankalpa that I want this, I want that, I want this I was creating all this annam or bhogya vishayas and now I, I want to worship this, I want to worship, I want to offer this that annatvam or bhogyatvam is no more created by me my sankalpa has completely changed and when something comes to me I don't look upon that as an object of enjoyment I look upon it as something that is given to me as a gift of God. Thus, in course of time, when this prasad buddhi, Ishwarana buddhi is, is created in us, then we become objective people. Right now, all subjective responses, very subjective. That subjectivity is first to be overcome. That's where, that, that's where karma yoga comes or worship comes. And then, when I am able to appreciate Ishwara Shusti as it is, meaning when I can appreciate Ishwara everywhere, then comes the question of knowing Him as myself. So, knowing the identity between Ishwara and myself is, first when I recognize Ishwara as the Upadana Karanam, Abhindanamitta Upadana Karanam, and then I recognize Him as myself. <coughs> so, all this analysis helps us. All the analysis is there to help us all the time in contemplating and wherever we find that we have our own private notions about it, you know which is our notion and what is created by Lord, thus we can discriminate. Uktam jiva sustakar bhedam udaharanantarenas pashtayade Same, again, by another udaharanam, anyam udaharanam, udaharanantaram, by another udaharanam, and the illustration that jiva sushtakara bhedam the difference in the creation of the jiva how jiva creates different sushtis that is illustrated by another illustration here spashtari clarified by another illustration in the verse 23 <coughs> so again a same kind of illustration but of these people when they wrote the books the teachers may not know what difficulties they may create for the 20th century teachers, you know, when they teach these texts in America or something like that. But anyway, <laughs> so verse 23. Bhārya snusha nananda cha Yata matetyane kadha Pratiyogi dhyā yoshita Bhidyate nasvarūpataha Again, yoshita means one woman. How is looked upon in different... I guess that he must have all men as his, as his disciple, you know. And therefore this kind of illustrations would work all right. And still they work all right, but... How one woman is looked upon as bhārya, as wife by someone as Nusha, Nusha means daughter-in-law, by another one, Nananda, Nananda is Bhartru Bhagini, all these things are, there are names for every kind of relationship. So Bhartru Bhagini, husband's sister, is called Nananda. Same person, is husband's sister for someone, is daughter-in-law for another one, wife yet for another one, ya, then Yata, Yata is Devarapatni, the wife of the younger brother of husband, you know, for this woman. So, that is, she is looked upon as Yata, Devarapatni. 
Mata, again, she is also mother to someone else. Some one person is looked upon as wife, as daughter-in-law, as sister-in-law, as, as mother, and whatever else. So, Pratyogidhya, Pratyogidhya means Sammandhya. How different people related differently look upon the same person in different ways. And it creates altogether, it invokes different kinds of responses from different people. That is called Pratyogi Dhi, Dhi means Buddhi, or Dhi means the Drashti, the way different people look upon the same person. Yoshit Bhindyate, we would say that so many women are there. Would you say only one woman is there? We will have to say so many are there. There is mother also, wife also, sister-in-law also, daughter-in-law also, and so on and so forth. Therefore, are how many are there? Well, there are as many as different people look upon. So, Bhartru, Shvasurad, Lakshana, husband, father-in-law, etc. depending upon these different people, the same one is looked upon in different ways. So, Bhartru, Shvasurad, Lakshana, Pratyogi, Gocharaya, Buddhya. <coughs> Bhartru means husband, Shvasura means father-in-law, and so on and so forth. And so, as they look upon, from their standpoint, it's a stand, from their standpoint, so, tat apekshaya, from their standpoint, the same person has different forms. So, so many forms are there. There's one pindal, right? You know, but the forms are many. And therefore, we have to accept that there is something called jiva srishti, and there is something called bhogyatvam, and there is a variety in that bhogyatvam, and therefore, a variety of creations are there. <coughs> still wants to clarify further. He says, Nanu, Yoshid Vishayani, Bhāryās Nusāyitya Vijñānāni eva Bhinnāni Upalabhyante, Natu Tad Vishaya Bhūtāyāha Yoshitaha Swarupa Bhedo Drushyate. Question again. He says, how do you say there are so many women? There is only one. Only the knowledge pertaining to this one person is different. Yoshid Vishayani, Bhārya, snusha, ityadi, jnana, jnana means the knowledge. So, drashti, or the way we look at, or the knowledge that one invokes in different people, namely in one, he, this same person invokes the knowledge of wife, another one, snusha, daughter-in-law, and so the knowledge pertaining to this one person, one woman, they are all different. So, jnana eva bhinnani upalabhyante. The jnana, Meaning that the responses are different. Natu tad vishaya bhutayaha yoshitaha swarupe bheda drushyade. However, we don't find so many women there. So we find only one person there. There are not so many persons. And so the knowledge occurring in different people with reference to this person, that knowledge is different. So difference is in knowledge is not in the object. You are saying that there are so many objects involved there. Object is one alone, so that pinda, that body is one alone, and the knowledge that that body invokes is different in different people. So, ataha, how do you say pratiyogidhya yoshit bhidyate? You say that this woman itself is different, depending upon who looks at her. How can you say the women are so many, woman is one alone, and so the knowledge occurring in different people is different. How do you say that different persons are involved? So it's not right for you to say that different objects are there. Object is one alone. It is Shankate. That question is asked in verse 24. 
The whole verse is Purupaksha, is a question. Nanu jnanani vidyantam. The question is, let there be difference in the jnanam. Let there be difference in the knowledge or the drasti or the standpoint that different people have. We accept that, yes, the standpoints are different or the knowledge or responses are different in different people. That we accept. Akarastuna vidyade. But we cannot accept that the actual persons are different. Actual person is one alone, and of course the responses are different. Yoshit Bhopushi Atishaya Na Dushtaha Jeeva Nirmitaha We do not find that the Jeeva or the individual has created any Atishaya. Atishaya means peculiarity or some specialty. We do not find that the Jeeva or the individual has created any specialty or peculiarity or any distinction or some difference with reference to this woman. So Akar is one alone and we don't find any Jiva Srishti there. We find only Ishwara Srishti. We do not find that Jiva has created anything in that. So, Yoshit Vapushi. Vapushi means body. In the body of this woman, Atishaya Jiva Nirmitaha Atishaya Nadushtaha. We do not find any Atishaya or any distinction or anything special created by Jiva. All we find is the body which is created by Ishwara. And then how do you say that there are so many persons involved there? There is only one person involved. <coughs> he says, Jnana Vailakshanyasya, Nyaya Vailakshanya Avina Bhutatvat, Nyaya Karabhedha Angi Kartavihaeva, Iti Asayana Pariharati. Jnana Vailakshanyasya, he says, when Vailakshanyam or distinction is there in Jnanam, in knowledge, Gnaya Vailakshanya, Avina Bhutatva. Avina Bhutatvam Avvicharitvam. When two things invariably go together, then it's called that relationship is called Avina Bhuta. So Vina Bhuta, Avina Bhuta. Being there without a given thing, not being there without thing. So when two things are invariably related, that relationship is called Avina Bhutatvam. So the question the, the point here is that knowledge is invariably related to the object of knowledge. Knowledge is called Jnanam. An object of knowledge is called Knayam. The Jnanam and Knayam are invariably related. And we find that when the object is a part, it creates in me the knowledge of part, a part knowledge. When the object is class, it creates in me class knowledge. When the object is book, it creates in me book knowledge. How do we say that book is different from a part? How do you say that? Because there is a difference in the knowledge created by that, isn't it? This, this particular object creates in me the knowledge of a book. That is what we call a pustakakara vritti or a thought form, thought of the form of a book. And a ghata creates in me a ghatakara vritti or the knowledge of a part. So we say that one object is different from another object because the knowledge created by one object is different from the knowledge created by another object. 
Otherwise, what, what kind of a means do we have to distinguish one object from the other one? This is Panchadasi book. This is Atma Bodha book. Suppose. Why? Because this book creates one kind of a knowledge in me. Other book creates another kind of knowledge in me. And therefore, since the forms of knowledge is created by different objects are different, therefore we say that the objects are also different. In our transaction also, the chair is not the table. Chair creates one kind of knowledge, knowledge of the form of chair. Table creates knowledge of the form of table. Therefore we say that table is different from chair. And therefore we always arrive at the differences in Gnevisha, differences in object of knowledge with reference to the differences in knowledge. The shape of the knowledge is the same as the shape of the object because the knowledge always corresponds to the object. So when I look at a chair, I perceive a chair, the thought form of the shape of the chair is created and that's how I recognize an object as chair, I recognize another object as table and I say chair is different from table because chair knowledge is different from table knowledge. So from the chair knowledge I perceive, I, I say that is a chair, from the table knowledge I say that is a table and chair knowledge being different from table knowledge, I conclude that an object called chair is different from the object called table. Do you understand? That's how the perception takes place. So what's the mechanism for me to determine that one object is different from another object? Because one object creates one kind of knowledge, another object creates another kind of knowledge. So there's always an invariable relationship between the knowledge jnanam and object of knowledge gnayam. So jnana and gnaya the knowledge and the known are invariably related. And when knowledges are different, we say that the knowns are also different. So it says, Gnaya Vailakshanya Avinabhutatvad Gnana Vailakshanyam. The distinctions in knowledges cannot be, have to be invariably related with distinctions in the known objects. Therefore, Gnaya Karabheda Angi Kartavya, when the Gnanam is different, we have to admit that the gnayam also is different. When the knowledge is different, we have to admit that the object known has to be different. Iti āśayana pariharti and therefore, you have to accept that so many objects are there. How? That's verse 25 says. Maivam maam samai yoshita Kāchidanya manomai Māmsamaya abhedepi Bhidyate hi manomai So how beautifully the teacher establishes here the differences involved there. Ma evam, there should be comma there. Ma evam, let it not be so. Well, comma in our mind because in verses we don't write comma etc. but mayavam that's one sentence that's an answer to the objection raised in the previous word when you said that we find only one akara one pinda alone we find there and therefore how do you say that different objects are involved it says mayavam do not say that different objects are not involved how maam samayi yoshit kachit anya there is a woman which is Mamsamai, which is a lump of flesh, let's say a person anyway. <laughs> so because it's any anyway, whether it's a man or a woman, whatever it is, is only a lump. 
<laughs> so I guess in the evening in the question and the session perhaps we may have a hard time but anyway so well, that's one predominant aspect let us say there are so many aspects involved no doubt one predominant aspect is flash and so what we call a woman is a, a lump of flash you know that's what that's one kachi the and anya manomai along with that there is also another woman which is what manomai which is mental so there is a physical form is there and there is a mental form also there mam samayaha abhedeti even though there is no difference between the physical form there meaning one woman also one woman alone is there even then the manomai meaning that the mental forms associated with the same person are different that's the reason why different people look upon the same person in different ways the same person invokes different kinds of responses in different people because associated with a physical form or a tangible form an intangible form called manomai means a mental form also is there so vidyate hi manomai even though in the mams as far as the, fl- the lump of flesh is concerned there is no difference see what did we say earlier the same money is there same jewel is there someone loves it someone hates it and someone doesn't care for it so in this priya apriya and upeksha in that all the responses are different what is involved namely that money is one alone and that is what we call ishvara srishti and that those different forms are there like dislike etc or likable dislikable all of that is jeeva srishti here also the lump of flesh is one alone however the mental form that each one has is different and therefore we have to accept there are six persons here why because six different forms of knowledge are there we say there are five objects because five forms of knowledge are there so from the differences in knowledge we always establish the differences in objects Similarly also, six people have different knowledges pertaining to the same person. Therefore, we have to admit that six persons are involved there. Where are six persons? I count only one. Okay, what you are counting is a tangible object. But associated with that is an intangible form, manomai. And therefore, that is different in everyone. Therefore, in fact, there are six objects. Or there are as many objects, as many people there are to look at. so this already it opens up a different dimension we think that what we see alone i mean we have known an object when we look at it but now if you know an object you will have to find out how how this object is looked upon by different things or different people then alone you have known this object to describe one object which is a cup you will have to find out how different people look upon it so not only human beings you will have to know how an ant looks at it how do you know that to know an object how many things will you have to know how does a mosquito look at it now how does a fly look at it i don't know how does a butterfly look at it we know we are knowing but as for an ant this is like a mountain mountain you know and for an amoeba it is something else and therefore you cannot say that this object is merely a cup it is so many things yes as far as the tangible form is concerned you may call it a cup all right but associated with the tangible form also is what we call a mental form and that there are so infinite other mental forms that is all jeeva srishti 
So there is a there is a creation of what we call vishaya or, or object, and there is what we call a bhogyatu akara. There is a vishaya akara and bhogyatu akara. Vishaya akara is created by Ishvara, bhogyatu akara is created by Jiva. <coughs>